0: I don't know if you have been uh, duped into getting into something and realize later on there's a price to pay, right? Or what you entered into you thought was just all nicey-nicey and once you're in there, it's not that nice anymore, right? And many might have experienced that when it comes to their faith in Christ. Uh, I could illustrate this maybe with my membership in a gym. I, I, last year, I said, from this year you will see a new Dennis you no know, and i would start to lose weight again right and so i went to the gym and uh, the first meeting you have to meet with your trainer which is free right and they do all the checks of how mobile you are how good your muscle body mass is and you make you lift some weights run the run the treadmill so they would check your health right and after that they would sit down with you and tell you if you want to get me here's the cost and they give us the cost and you kind of like, wow wow right my gym membership na may bayad pa yung trainer which is quite high which you you actually need am i right but then pag iisip-isipin mo no sa mundo di ba yung pinapabuhat mo sya yung binabayaran mo dito ako nagbubuhat ako pa magbabayad you know? so <laughs> It's just there's a price to pay when it comes to going to the gym because you want to be more healthy, right? And maybe in Christianity, it's the same way. Many of us, and I know many, that includes me, entered Christianity with a different version of what following Jesus is all about. It's Christianity light. It's like Coke. There's the real thing, and then there's Coke Zero or Coke Light, which is no sugar, but as studies would show, I don't know if it's true, it's more dangerous though than the real Coke, right? And it's like you're tasting the same thing, but it doesn't really taste the same, and the health benefits or health detriments are not the same, right? So, many have chosen that kind of a version when it comes to their faith in Christ. That as Christians, all I need to do is show up in church, worship the Lord, two three songs, And go home and say, uh, God bless you to everyone, and that's it. It's more of me and less of God. It's more of what God can do for me, what what God can bless me with. That's why I go to church. But when it comes to commitment, when it comes to sacrifice, and when it comes to pain, we kind of shy away from that, and that's Christianity life. It is a sugar-coated, watered-down gospel. It's a story that's not found in Scripture, but has been replaced by more human-centered religious tones that would make Christianity more attractive to people so that they would follow Jesus. Now, if you look at Scripture, Jesus had a lot of conversations with His disciples. In fact, one of the most famous verse in John chapter 6, verse 66, 666, It says the disciples, hordes of disciples left Jesus because the teaching was so hard that we don't want to follow Jesus anymore. And I believe there's a tension everybody must go through as they follow Jesus. I do hope there's a time that when you walk with Jesus, you're kind of asking like, Lord, Lord, I don't think this is what I signed up for. And maybe for some of us, you've been exposed to a feel-good kind of Christianity. Maybe half of the books that you'll read in religious section would be centered around you and not on Christ and God and how we can worship and glorify this God. And so a generation would grow up thinking, this is Christianity, a different version, a lighter version. One that does not require commitment. One that does not require sacrifice. All that needs to be preached is grace. And it's Christianity light. And nowhere in Scripture would you see God or Jesus having conversations where there's no commitment when it comes to following Him. In fact, it's the other way around. What does it mean to truly follow Jesus? Our text for today is in Mark 8, verse 31 down. And we'll look at a very hard conversation. Now, hard conversations are, are things we don't like. tamaba? I've had many hard conversations with family, me and my wife, me and my daughters. We have hard conversations. We have hard conversations with victory groups or friends that we need to confront and talk to. Hard conversations are not things you wish for. Sana today my hard conversation ako, diba. ba? mga mister dito, di ba, ayaw na ayaw na pag ng mo, we have to talk. Because you know, it's a hard conversation. It's something I don't like, but it's something that I need. And these are conversations that Jesus had with the disciples. Something that you might not like, but something that we need. In verse 31, it says Then Jesus began to teach that he must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders chief priests and teachers of the law and that he must be killed and after 3 days rise again so jesus would teach about suffering it was a normal topic for a believer for somebody who follows jesus suffering right now i don't know if it's a good topic to have right nyo ba ng friends bro bro church ka ngayon. grab it bless the bless ako sa church the topic bro how to suffer for christ no, many might not invite their friends if that's the topic, but this is a normal topic for Christians. In fact, when people that don't know Christ knows and you're very upfront of what the faith is all about, they appreciate it more rather than water it down and they enter and they see, oh, it's not the same. Sabi mo, pag naging Christian ako, lahat magiging okay. Lalong lumala. Bakit? Kasi gusto natin silang maamo. But then, we're not really saying what it requires to follow Jesus. So now, Jesus, it was normal for him. Oh, if you follow me, you'll suffer like me. I'm I'm gonna suffer. You will be persecuted. Some of you might die. And he began teaching these things that I'm going to die soon. But I'll rise up again. And of course, his very lovable, emotional disciple said, plainly, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. So, sabi ni Lord, mga disciples, mamamatay ako sa mibig. Lord, Lord, ala ka dito, Lord. Let's talk, let's talk, Lord. Lord, wala ka bang faith? Kasi sabi mong mamamatay ka, I rebuke that. Hindi yan. Di ba? Son of God ka, hindi ka mamamatay. Peter started rebuking. Lord, mga ganun, malas yan. Wag, wag pong sasabihin yan. <laughs> so, Peter, nagmamarunong na naman si Peter, and look at what Jesus said to Peter about Jesus suffering, Him suffering and dying. He says, Go away from me, Satan! You don't care about the things of God. You care only about the things that people think are important. Grabe no, nagmalasakit na nga. Bro, hindi ka mamamatay. Big bro ka namin eh, ba? Ano sabi ni Jesus? Get behind me, Satan. Yung sinasabi mo. alam na sinasabi mo. You think what the world thinks is important. It's not. What I'm about to do is really important, and I need to do this. I have to suffer. But Peter did not want the preaching of suffering because it offends. You know, how about the soft Christians? They might run away and never come back. Some of you I might not see again next week because of this preaching. Right? And Peter rebuked him, but Jesus rebuked him back and said, Taning kaba! Right? Are you taning? Go back. Get behind me. What you're saying, you don't know. Because there's something far more important. It was a teachable moment for Jesus. Right? He was about to say something that I think everybody here needs to hear. Or nadup mo. And this message is for you. And calling the crowd to him. So, Jesus, now this is teachable moments. Habini, Lord, tagalang, Peter. Guys, come here. Everyone, everyone. Calling the crowd to him with his disciples, he said to them, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up the cross, and follow me. Jesus said, I have three points that I'm going to teach you guys you want to walk with me, you want to run after me, you want to worship me, you want to be Christians, followers of Jesus, then three things. Number one, you have to deny yourself. What does it mean to deny yourself? In a world that doesn't know how to deny self, where everything is instant gratification, what I want, I'll get now. Right? This is antithesis to how the world thinks. Habeni Lord, if you want to follow me, you have to deny yourself. Now that's hard. That's a hard conversation. Si be mo lalapit ka sa akin after service. Gusto ko na talaga ang follow si Lord. Gusto ko na talaga ma-bless. Pare, gusto mo follow talaga. Oh, gusto ko na talaga. Follow. Bro, tanda mo, it's never going to be about you anymore. Ha? Huh? Diba pag pinalo ko siya? Di ba? Magiging bed of roses? Hindi bro, guns and roses yon, Right? Sila ba yun? Sila, no? Tama, no? Bon Jovi pala, Bon Jovi. Hindi guns and roses. Okay, Bon Jovi. Right? It's not gonna be like that. There might be pain. There might be suffering. You have to deny yourself. Eh, hindi. Kaya nga ako nandito sa church eh. Kasi may pinagpipray ako. Eh, paano pag hindi sinagot? Ay, ganun? Ay, lipat ako sa ibang, ano? Really yun? Saan sasagutin ako? Denying yourself. In a me world, we have to be reminded, it's not about you. It's not even about me. Right? Nako, hirap yan. Pag it's not about you. right? Kailan umiinit ulo mo? When it's not about you. Right? Hindi right? ako pinansin eh. Gusto ko nga yun, di binili. Wow. Because it's about you. Hindi sinagot the Lord prayer ko eh. Tagal-tagal ko pinag-pray. Ganun Ganun din. Busted did right? Okay. But it's not about you, right? To follow, to walk with Jesus, it's never gonna be about you. Do we know that? Jesus said, you come, follow me, then you have to deny yourself. Wow! Sino magkaka-followers na ganon? Guys, pag binoto nyo ako, pag lilingkuran ko ako, hindi kayo kundi lahat ng sambayanan. Sa kakabutin yung lahat, kahit na ayaw nyo. Ay, ayaw ko, ko yung para sa akin. kita eh. Right? No. Jesus was say, you want me to be the leader? There are things you wouldn't like. Why? Because I'm asking you, number one, the first basic thing for a follower of Jesus, deny yourself. It's not gonna be about you. But we live in a selfie world. And we think, you know, Ganon yung psyche na natin. Everything is about me. I don't need to check your Instagram. You would just see whoever is all about him or herself. When nine out of ten, it's all your pictures. you smiling with different clothes. Right? Why? Because we want the like, we want the attention, we want, wow, hinart niya. Wow, in IG stories niya. Wow, shinare niya. Wow, nagsabi, ganda girl. Tapos may lit. ba So, wow. It boosts us up because that's the world we live in. I was telling my kids. Aliana, Mika, yung mundo nyo, ibang-iba sa mundo ko. Nung 90s, naka kami. Nobody knows what I'm wearing and nobody cares what I'm wearing. Right? Until now. Right? Because I don't do hashtag OOTD. I don't brand myself that way because I really don't care what you think about my shirt. Right? Green Hill star, Alright? <laughs> but the world that my daughters will live in every day they need to check ano ng kaibigan. Anong kinain? Saan pumunta? Happy ba talaga? Sino kasama? Ban ko ako imbitado? It's that kind of psyche where everything, it's the fear of missing out because you can't deny yourself. So what if you're not invited? Right? Alam niyo, ang daming parties di ako invited. Never ako nag... Oh, oh. Una-una hindi ako gumaganon. Alright? Right? <laughs> right? You... Right? It's like, hindi ka invited kasi, hindi ka invited. but ka magdatampo? Hindi ka invited. Sa funeral, invited ka. Punta ka. Right? It's because I'm not invited. It's like, oh no. Because it's such a selfish generation. Everybody fears of missing out. You're not getting the attention. Lalo na paglalaki ka, mahilig ka mag-selfie. Malaki problema natin, bro. Right? But wala akong trabaho, itinitingnan e ng HR yung Instagram mo lahat. Picture mo. Nakasando, walang damit, may t-shirt, lahat. Na. Right? And sometimes your life looks like this. It revolves around you. And Jesus' is the first step is, it's not gonna be this. It's not gonna be you. It's not a me thing. You're letting go of me. There's no more me here. Deny yourself. Are you willing to do that? Right? That's following Jesus. Denying yourself. Now, I'm, when I'm saying this, niyo, Jesus was talking to the disciples. Baka yung iba dito first timer yung. Um... No no. sine I ko lang. Journey to. Not automatic. One day, biglang wow, selfless It's not. It's gonna be a journey for us, and God will help us with this journey. But then now, at least you hear and you become aware because it's gonna be a lifelong journey of taking away you in the equation, and letting God take control of your life. One day, you'll be like Paul, who would say, "To live is Christ; to die is gain." I live for God. And if I live for God, for sure, as a businessman, there might be things I can't enter into. Sayang. Alam ko But I live for Christ. I won't do it. And if the business dies, it's gain. At least I did not compromise. And I could sleep peacefully at night, even without the millions or the hundreds of thousands that I was about to get in that deal because it's illegal. To live is Christ. Oh, I live only for Christ and not for the applause of people. I know sometimes I will make decisions that are unpopular because I have to stick to Scripture. But to live is Christ. It doesn't matter anymore what they would think about my biblical standards. I'm here to please God. And to die is gain. To die, my reputation to die, and people would think I'm like this, I'm old-fashioned, I'm like that. Okay, so, doesn't matter. Your comment is like the comment of Facebook after five seconds, it gets drowned with the millions of other comments. And if we live without denying ourselves, we will be slaves to what other people will think about us. Kaya kay Paul, wala into, Bakit? He knows I'm a dead man. What God wants me to do, I'll do. Whether I'm, I'll get stoned, whether I'll get beaten up or persecuted, it doesn't matter. I'm already dead. I'll do what God wants. I'm dead. I don't need that. I don't need this. I only need this. I only need to follow Christ. To live is Christ, to die is gain. Here's a quote from an Indian guy who was being skinned alive because of his faith. He says, I thank you for this. Tear off my old garment for I will soon put on Christ's garments of righteousness. What was in his spirit that he's able to say this while being skinned alive? How could somebody come to a point of self-denial even to lose his own life for the sake of the gospel. We're blessed because this will never happen in the Philippines. Christian ka, papatayin ka. Nang victory ka, wala, walang ganon. It's not gonna happen. But the question I wanna ask here is, why are you here? Why do you go to church? Oh, kasi may hininga ko kay Lord eh. Eh pag hindi mo na kuha, andito ka pa ba? Paktinamaan ka ngayon at feeling mo grabe magpatama tong singkit na pastor nato. Hindi na babalik. kalam mo sino siyang magaling. Di ba? Babalik ka pa ba? Ay, hindi nakakatawa yung message. Sana nag na lang ako sa YouTube. Di ba? Why are you here? Why do you worship God? why sing songs you want to follow Jesus and you love Jesus and you worship Jesus but really you're not good question to ask I'm not judging I'm asking because I have to ask the same question why are you here why do you walk with Jesus why do you follow Jesus but that's point number one that's the lightest point to follow Jesus the second point of Jesus was like, "Wow, meron papala Lord kala ito na." He says, "Take up your cross." In the audience that he was talking to, it was like, "Ha!" Huh? In our context, it's take up death penalty, take up lethal injection, and follow me. It is an invitation to what? To die. Anyone who wants to come after me must take up the cross. Many followed Christ because of signs and wonders. Many left Him because of His teachings. It's the same today, in our world today. Many follow Christ because there's a good kids program. There's an air-conditioned room. There's more facilities. Many will follow Him, but many will leave Him because of teachings they could not swallow. And commands they don't want to obey. Take up the cross. Galatians 2.20, 20, Paul says, For I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. I'm crucified, I'm dead, Paul says. It's no longer I. It's no I. It's Christ now who lives in me. me when you talk about the cross you talk about sacrifice about pain about death about nakedness in light of hope that's cross when we look at the cross that's cross when he says take up the cross he means take up the pain take up the sacrifice take up death take up suffering why in light of a future hope I'm giving you a new life maybe not here in this earth in the afterlife This is taking up your cross. And this doesn't only apply to missionaries like Ernest, who left everything to go to Laos. He's not going to be a millionaire, by the way. He's not going to be according to world standards of success because he took up the cross. Many of you, you cannot compromise because you've taken up the cross. You're dead to yourself. And that's why you don't even flinch in the midst of temptation. Because I've taken up the cross to follow Jesus. It requires sacrifice. Pain. Right? Death. No longer to myself. When si Lord I have to do it. Because I know it's for my good. I have to deny myself. That relationship that I have with my boyfriend who doesn't love Jesus, who abuses me, and God wants me to leave him. Ah, Lord, but nobody... It's a denying of self. And say, Lord, okay, I'll follow you. Take up the pain, the sacrifice, the death, the nakedness. You know, imagine if everybody knows this concept. Comes to faith knowing this is what christianity is all about this is how new testament believers get into the faith it was an invitation to die grabino okay. no sales point ni lord you wanna follow me okay deny yourself take up the cross where i'm about to die ni peter kaya so get behind me satan para kang mundo magisip and then you come follow me Christopher love before dying wrote this letter to his wife he says today they will sever, sever my head my physical head but they cannot sever me from my spiritual head which is Christ again we look at what Christians had to go through and I when I read quotes like that it makes me ask Lord How could they say those things? And you could feel the joy in the coat. Maybe it's the denying of self and knowing that when crisis follow me, it's not to go to church. It's to be the church. To be sacrificial, to walk with somebody in pain and be in pain. As you walk in pain with somebody who's in pain. I just took a picture with Rejoice last week. Classmate is Boo and Josh, who's now in our school. And Rejoice now will be a missionary to a restricted nation. And ko, Tami, I, I saw this in our hard drive while doing a keynote of a talk that I was making. This was taken 2003. I know I haven't changed, still as cute as ever, pero, but that's not the point, okay? I have to suffer. But, you know, I ko, Tammy, if you look at that table, that's Janika Kabor, who actually attends her church, uh, the one here, all of them still follow Jesus. I think all of the people you've discipled still follow Jesus. So your secret? Because I look at the picture of the people I disciple, maybe 60% still follow the Lord. No? But I look at Tammy's group. And I look at the group that I had when I was young. Many still follow Jesus, and and I realize when Tammy was discipling them. Tammy introduced Christianity that was not sugar coated. Hindi ito yung Jesus tinanggap mo may BFF ka forever. Hindi, That wasn't the narrative. That wasn't the story. The story when Tammy was discipling 10, 11, 12 years old this Christianity is dying to yourself. You're going to have to follow Jesus. Boyfriends won't be in the list for now, 10 year old girl, okay? Because you're going to follow Jesus. You have to read your Bible. You have to pray. There's a commitment level. And we look at that picture and say, wow, all of them still follow Jesus. They worship Jesus. They're kingdom builders. They build the kingdom of God after more than 15-16 years. I'll tell you the story of how I grew up with what was preached to me. I didn't grow up in victory. I grew up in a Christian environment where the message, the story, and maybe this is your story. Ganito po ako naligtas. Alim ko yun para that ka, have mo tanggapin si Lord. Because mga the disciples, pupunta? Saan? Ha? Sa Huh? mumu. No, where are you going? I'm going to the inferno if you right? I si don't Jesus siya ang ticket mo papuntang langit. Okay. One way ticket. One... Ah, alam pa ni Randall yun. Ah, Sinasaya yan. One way ticket to the blues. Okay. Yeah. One way. Your ticket is Jesus. Gusto mo ba tanggapin si Lord sa buhay mo bilang tagapagligtas at hari ng iyong buhay para hindi ka pumunta ng impyerno? The narrative I grew up in is get Jesus, you don't go to hell. The narrative was never used in scripture. I couldn't see a preaching of Jesus with that kind of storyline. But this is the brand of Christianity. I was introduced. And all my classmates were introduced. We all prayed the prayer. We all went up. We all committed to receive Jesus. I look now. And many of them, according to FB, are not followers of Jesus today. And it begs to be asked, is following Jesus a prayer that I pray? Or is it an invitation? How come most of my friends are no longer in church? We all prayed the prayer. How come many don't worship or even follow Jesus today? We all heard the same thing. Because the story of the gospel for me growing up was that Jesus is only a ticket to heaven. I don't need to deny myself and I don't need to take up my cross because He did it for me. So I don't need any commitment. Kaya tretang beses ko pinasok si Lord sa puso ko. Bawat kasalanan, tinatanggap ko siya ulit. Sabihin ko lang sa teacher, Teacher, I did something bad. Nako, you prayed the prayer. Lord, Lord, Jesus, Jesus, please, please, come, come. I ask you, I ask you, to forgive me, to forgive me. Lord, I open my heart. Come in to come in Now I close, Lord, and I laugh. That's the prayer. It was like, Kung guilty ka, pray ka ulit, tanggapin mo siya ulit para hindi ka pumunta ang What's the narrative? It's all about who? Jesus? It's not about Jesus. It's about me. How I cannot, how I should not burn in hell. The saddest part was my best friend told me when I preached the gospel to him after many years. Ang problema jan sa kwento mo, pag hindi ko tinanggap si Lord, trap because that was the narrative in the story that I had what if I told him bro you've heard the story you've heard how Jesus loves you I want to bring it back to you don't don't bring it back to me do you want to follow Jesus deny yourself and take up the cross and follow Jesus because he's asking that from you now he thinks it's a trap Because it's all either heaven or hell, which if you look at scripture, God never used that strategy to even share about the kingdom of God. Why? We've shifted. We think it's about us when it's never about us. Look at this, Matthew 7, verse 21 to 23. And I want you to hold on to your seats because this might be a hard conversation you'll have one day. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name or in your name cast out demons and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I don't know you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Whew. Here, it's a conversation. Ha? Alam yun nga, but maraming galikay, Lord. Matthew 7, pa lang ng ministry niya to. He was already telling them there's something that is required of us if we want to walk with Jesus. He did the hard part of dying on the cross. All he asks of us if you want to walk with me is deny yourself and take up the cross because that is the only message that would change the world. Not a watered down, sugar coated gospel that tickles the ears and the hearts of people but never really getting into the real thing. What Christianity are you drinking? Is it the light version? Let's go back to this verse. Deny yourself, take up the cross and follow me. Pag ito mo, one sentence lang sinabi ni Lord lahat. And then he gives us four force, four reasons. why you need to deny yourself or for not reason. Four motivation to deny yourself and take up the cross and follow Jesus. Simple lang utos niya sabi niya, Oh, basta command ko, kung gusto ako follow, deny yourself, take up the cross. But in expound niya, here's why. I'll tell you why. You need to deny yourself and take up the cross. I'll give you four fours. Okay? Number one, sabiha, for whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the Gospels will save it. What's the Lord? Number one, why you need to deny yourself and take up the cross? Because if you love your life, you'll eventually lose it. Why not lose your life for me in the gospel? You will save it. Ano sabi niya? Ang tao daw, pag masyado mahal ang buhay niya. You cannot deny yourself. You love yourself so much. What happens? You will be a slave to what others would want you to be because you love your life so much. You'll be a slave to the culture, slave to somebody who tells you this is how you should do your life. So it's a choice of who are you going to follow? The culture or me? Your parents or me? Your boyfriend or me? Your girlfriend or me? Whoever that is. If you love it so much, you'll lose it. If you're always craving for that love from others, you will lose it. Why? You will grow up insecure, and insecurity will kill you. Selfishness will kill you if you don't know how to deny yourself. It will kill you, and it's killing our generation today. Walang no solution tao Pag makita mo, crime rate, corruption, Why? If we can't deny ourselves and take up the cross, it's like the Lord was saying. Longcat lang yan, to death. It's the same thing. You'll die. Might as well die for me. You'll save it. There's a reward for you when you do it. Then second four. Sabihan, four, what does it profit? For a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul. You have everything that you ever need in life and still feel empty. The saddest man in the world na sa kanya na lahat, lima na, sampu na kotse niya, na-realize niya, isa lang ang kaya niyang i-drive. Nang bababay, daming babae, na-realize niya, lima na biyanan right? At sira yung pamilya niya. Kasi gwapo daw siya or mayaman siya. What does it profit for the man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? Tingna yun na lang naman, eh, kasi na naman nagiging Christian sa hule. Yeah. Yung mga tomatandana, hindi na sikat, wala nang power. Bakit, natikman na lahat kulang cannot satisfy for what can a man give in return for his soul can you pay for your way to heaven hindi sisindihan ng kandila na makamag wala sa bible po yan yeah. kahit magdebate tayo hindi tayo pwede magdebate pag bible bible gagamitin natin dahil wala sa bible yan What would you give in return for your soul? Right? You can't pay for it. You lose yourself when you lose your soul. That's why the soul is so important. When we become soulless, that's the end of your life. There's no more purpose. No more reason for living. For whoever is ashamed of me and of my words, in this adulterous and sinful generation, of Him will the Son of Man also be ashamed when He comes in the glory of His Father with the holy angels. I no ending, Lord? If you're ashamed of me, you won't identify with the cross and take up that cross. You won't deny yourself because you're ashamed of me. There will come a day or I will be ashamed of you. Yan yung binasa ko sa Matthew seven. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. You know, as a pastor, my prayer, sana wala naman sa aatino. No? Tapos sabi mo pa, name drop ka pa. Hindi dah, na yung matid ako ay pastor Dennis. Takaw wag, right? Kaya kay Lord. The Lord says, "You're ashamed of me." One day I'll be ashamed of you. These are strong, hard words, conversations that Jesus had with the disciples and the people listening to him because they were following him for the signs and wonders. And he had to talk to them and say, Oh, it's not all signs and wonders. There's a cost of following Jesus. Do not be ashamed of me deny yourself and take up the cross i want to end with this three three points jesus gave us deny yourself take up your cross follow jesus the ending of this conversation between jesus and the disciples will be up to you i just presented the text it's self-explanatory. That's why I'm done. Right? Simple. Jesus said, you want to come follow me, then, t- then deny yourself, take up the cross, follow Jesus. I give you four motivations why you need to do that. Because at the end of the day, you'll just kill yourself if you don't. Right? You'll just die. You follow the ways of the world. So I want you to start doing it now. Tulad ng sabi ng gym instructor ko. Sir G kaba. Napa-easy pa ko no ni. Eh. Game na batalaga ako na sobrang payat ko na hindi nyo na ako makikilala. Sa'yo. Wow. <laughs> 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 K-Jesus david di sa akin, okay. <laughs> Nasira. Nasira yung moment. Pero, okay, la yun. Pinatawad kani, Lord. Okay. Hindi naman kasalanan ang ginagawa mo. All right. Yung sa gym pa lang, hira- by the way, hindi ko kinagat dahil mahal. Sabi ko, magda-download na ako ng mga videos. Alright. Ni Randall, na nagfi-fitness. Okay. So, pero kasi, pag kinagat mo, ibig sabihin, ah, kung buhay na. Ah, wala nang cake muna chicharon ng buffet Parang, wow <laughs> pagkain lang ah. hirap tayo kaya alam ko rin naman bilang pastor habang sinasabi ko to sa inyo may to hindi eh, hindi na umalis yung sa John 6 verse naman talaga pero ang kagandahan dito may Holy Spirit eh, that empowers us really Many of us, and there's just too many stories of people who've taken up the cross, denied themselves to follow Jesus. And we see their life. They're happy, no? Look at them. They can't compromise. They're happy that they're only three millionaires, sila, not sila. ten millionaires. They're okay. they you know. happy in a family. Why? Because there's life in it. That's why Jesus is, it's an invitation. It's not a prayer. It's an invitation to walk, to journey. And my anulang is, if you're willing, start a journey. We're not saying by next week, wow, ibakana. ba? parang po ka na magpast. Hindi It's a journey that you go through. But then I want you to be open to that and say, Lord, I've been living for me and it's empty. Lord, let me live for you. Deny myself. Let me take up the cross and follow Jesus. Can we all stand up right now? I want us to pray. I want you to pray. I don't think I can lead you here. I can just provoke you. I want this to be between you and God because I don't know where you are. I don't know the heart, the inner soul in you. How it's going on I want you to pray to the Lord I want you to ask the Lord let's take a few minutes to do that if you want to surrender just say it to the Lord Lord today I take my first step in denying myself of taking up the cross Lord, what we're doing now is just starting a conversation with you. There are many things you want to reveal to us, many things you want to expose, many things you want to challenge. Lord, it's like Peter. It's a teachable moment coming up for us. When we look at our lives, when we look how we live, we look at our values, and we see, Lord, oh, no, Lord. Malay, Lord. You're telling us it's really about denying yourself, taking up the cross, and following me. So Lord, you're giving us an invitation. And the invitation's not easy because it requires us to die to ourselves. But Lord, what would a man profit if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? So I pray today, Give us the right biblical perspective of what it means to be disciples and followers of Jesus. Let this be a start of our journey. Lord, we pray this in Jesus' name. And everybody saying, Amen.